0: welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan pomoville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta hey happy new year everybody. happy 2015 happy year. Yeah. sports 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 fans very exciting yeah, it's gonna yeah. Be a great year of sports i can feel it in my bones oh i can absolutely feel it in my <laughs> yep and this is and, and we've been consistently but that's, a, that's a that's a sports bone outsider i believe right yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's my funny bone because that's what i do oh Boom. i make i make the jokes because i don't know about the sports the sports games. Yeah. You bring the layman's perspective. Yeah. With uh, the laid man's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, we know that's not true. <laughs> no. would like to go ahead and say, I think there were some emails that some people observed that they thought that we might have like pre-recorded a series of, of episodes prior to the new year. Most notably because we did not do a Johnny Manziel update watch update for his first career start. No, we, we did one in anticipation oh. of it. Yeah. Right. Did we? Yeah, I listened to the episodes, Joel. <laughs> yep. Not only do I tape them, I listen to them. Not okay. only do I listen to them, but I was there during the recording of them. <laughs> well, I was there during the recording of we, the didn't, what? What? we didn't we didn't do the cool aftermath of it, but we did the the week the week. Oh, out. okay, all right. Uh, then I didn't need to say any of that. No, though, did you I? didn't. I just tipped our hand for no reason. It's going to be another <laughs> year of Joel saying things he didn't need to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy twenty fifteen, oh, everybody. Man. It's like it's like a sad groundhog type thing. Yeah. It is, yeah. Like, oh, Joel came out and said something he had <laughs> said before. It's going to be another fucking year of this shit. Pretty yeah. much just like 31 and a half straight years of that. Yeah, another 52 weeks talking. of winter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Traffic school sports. Traffic school. I, uh, what's the drop for that? Sports. I don't, yeah, sports. Brought to you by... Traffic schools all over America. Hey if you get into traffic problem, go to traffic school. You wouldn't think they'd have to advertise given that they're mandatory for everyone who wants to drive, but well, right. or people who get a ticket. Oh right. I think okay, this is yeah. called native content when it's something that's <laughs> sponsored. it's a sponsored thing <laughs> yeah. because it's about the thing. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're up. People maybe not realize this because, you know, I'm not I'm sort of a Luddite, but the sports, sports, sports podcast, we're up with all of the trends. And we're sponsored by everything. Yeah. Okay, so basically I got a ticket. For holidays hey, going hey. like ninety in the desert. Congratulations. Thank you. It was very expensive. But what I else to do- are you gonna do in the desert? Right? Yeah. Right. And I was I was listening to Mrs. Potter's lullaby. Uh, counting crows. I just got way too into it. Yeah. And the mountains. Uh, you're losing me, George. Yeah, I <laughs> know. It's, really, it's a sad story. But anyway, so uh, I had to do traffic school. So uh, just so they don't report my points to, the, to uh, my insurer. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Okay. yeah. So I sign up for one called All-Star Sports Traffic School. Cause I, was, okay, like, <laughs> nice. uh, I like sports. So I'll do this. Yeah. It was 20 bucks. It was cheap. I like sports. Um so basically the entire uh online class, have you guys ever done this? No. Okay. The entire online class is like you have to read these chapters. But to keep it interesting Oh I have done this. Keep it interesting, yeah. they they tell a story for you. <laughs> it's like so the whole thing is like a reading comprehension, like standardized test from like fourth grade. Oh yeah. Oh. But they're they're having conversations and there are characters and stuff, but they're also giving you information and charts and graphs on like blood alcohol level and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Um and after each portion of the test, they give you a quiz. Ooh. All right. Uh, so it's sports related. So the character in the story is Jack the Jock.
1: Uh, <laughs> I Jack, bet he
0: likes sports. Jack the Jock tells you right up front, he's played every major professional sport. Wow. Only one year in hockey for the LA Kings, but right. that's his like worst one. What about box yeah. snorkeling? No, no, not a professional sport. Oh, that's I That's for love of game. Amateur. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, he's played, he's played all of them, and he personally trains and serves as a consultant for several of California's pro sports teams. Whoa. Okay. From the, like, the Lakers to the Fresno State AAA team, uh, sorry, Fresno AAA team, but he loves traffic safety so much. He's a <laughs> driver's education teacher and traffic school classes uh, guy. Um, and he notes that the other reason he does this is when he played, players didn't make as much money as they do now. Uh, he's like the James Franco of sports and traffic. Yeah. like He does everything. He's yeah. a, He play he does all this stuff, consulting for all these professional teams, but he really loves traffic. Okay. Right. So he's driving down from Los Angeles to San Diego, and he picks up a guy named El Pedestrino, who's a 60-year-old surfer hippie who walks everywhere. El Pedestrino? Well, yeah. He clearly doesn't walk everywhere if he's getting picked up for a ride. Well... But- he got, he got a DUI many years ago, so this okay. is also, they, they go over that, and then he's an expert on the topic of, like, pedestrians' uh, traffic laws. Oh! So they kind of do that. Sounds like he's homeless. So that, <laughs> 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 that was kind of insinuated. okay. So then I answer all the questions for that chapter about, like, pedestrian law. Mm-hmm. So they go to the Chargers game. And uh, Jack the Jock goes out there and runs some pregame drills, and he kind of shoots the shit with the players and talks about the different kinds of road signs. Nice. While yeah. he's run the pregame drills. As one does when you're helping NFL <laughs> players warm up for a game. He gets back on the road, and he picks up a 17-year-old kid named Toby, who is very misinformed whoa, whoa. when it comes we, to traffic laws. Should we finish this story? This sounds like it's getting... Wait, what do you mean by picked up? Yeah, 17-year-old kid? They notice him walking around, and he's almost hit by someone when El Pedestrino is explaining more about traffic safety oh. laws. Like, we better pick this guy up and help him out. Yeah, and then murder him in the backseat. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, no? I'm no sorry. A lot about this story sounds very unseemly, Jordan. No, there's the, the two guys in the car it, with Jack the Giant, And then the 17-year-old kid that they noticed. they got to get to Dodger Stadium so he can pitch batting practice. Oh. oh I thought this was turning into bang bus uh, traffic school no, very quickly. No, yeah, no. air quotes. Pitch batting practice for the L.A. Dodgers. They're talking about, like, half lanes and stuff, and then they get to Dodger Stadium. He pitches batting practice, and he's got to hurry because then he's got to go to the Clippers game to do some, uh, like, pregame shooting clinic with them. Okay. 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 And around to this time, Toby and El Pedestrino like start to like kind of like complain a little. They don't want to go, but Jack the Jock makes them. Like, no, you're coming to the Clippers game. Then we'll get some food. Who the him. hell is this guy? I this know. Is people he's people. He Jack up, the Jock. He's, he's played every things. major uh, professional sport. Knows his traffic laws, but apparently hasn't heard of kidnapping or hitch- <laughs> not picking up hitchhikers. Look, right. They're, it's all very amicable, but they're just sort of like, ah, oh, we don't want to go. He's like, yeah, come on, you're going. And so then they, they see an incident of road rage about to happen. Uh-oh. A man is out of his car, and he's, like, screaming at other cars, he's like, dude, get in here. And so they pick up a guy called Road Rager. His name's Rod Rager, and he's like, a lot of people call me Road Rager because I have so many bouts of road rage. Oh, man, that's oh. when the party begins, when Road Rager shows <laughs> it's up. It's a good thing he clarified. We wouldn't have gotten that from Rod Rager. <laughs> So they go over the dangers of road rage with him. Okay. Okay. So now there are three passengers in the car. And while their interactions with Jack the Jock are in each other, mostly pleasant, they're complaining a lot. It's becoming increasingly clear they don't want to be there. Okay. Jack the Jock is driving up to San Francisco and he's on the Grapevine Highway and he gets on the CB radio and he talks to a trucker named Highway Harry Stillwater. Okay. They discuss the finer points of safe driving maneuvers, passing, merging, and defensive driving. Mm. Highway Harry Stillwater is a trucker, so he kind of talks about, he gives you the trucker's perspective. (laughs) At this point, he couldn't fit into the car, so I have to go (laughs) CP. So, uh, he gets up to the 49ers. Oh, he's got to go to the 49ers because the coach wants him to give a pregame pep talk. Okay. So, at this point, I can understand why the passengers are so angry. Traffic is bad. El Pedestrino, Toby, and the Road Ranger just want to get out of the car. They're pleading with Jack the Jock to knock it off. Right. Mm. So, he drops off El Pedestrino and Toby somewhere in San Francisco. They get to the stadium. And Road Ranger's really insistent that Jack the Jock not go into the team locker room. But the security guy lets him in. And he's giving the Niners a pregame speech, but it's not registering with the team. And Road Rager keeps telling him to stop yelling. And Jack the Jock looks around, and he's in a group therapy session in Shady Acres Psychiatric Ward. No! Dr. Rich Rager tells Jack he's a schizophrenic who suffers from delusions of grandeur. He spends all of his waking moments at Shady Acres in the facility's library reading sports encyclopedias and DMV traffic manuals. That's an M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) ending. El and Toby are fellow patients in the group. Okay. And then over the intercom, the voice of Highway Harry Stillwater booms. It's now lunchtime for group B. Group B to the cafeteria for lunchtime. Group B to the cafeteria for lunchtime. We got a niner for group B. <laughs> I have to do the final exam now. I have a massive mind fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I seriously followed this whole stupid story for like two days because I didn't want to do it all at once. Cause it was like eight hours of my life. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I can't take the final exam now. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. Is is my life real? Am I in a <laughs> yeah, psychiatric like, ward? Oh my God, I was making fun of this story. Oh, I'm like, this is so stupid. And then it's like, holy shit, it totally redeemed itself. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, wake up. Huh? Wake huh? up, you were having huh? podcast oh, dreams again. Oh, God. You have to take your pills, Jordan. <laughs> okay, you're really good about having me take my medicine. <laughs> it's me, Bill Kanta, the, <laughs> the therapy outsider. <laughs> so, wait, that means you're uh, uh, Joe Henderson. No, you're Joel, a <laughs> fellow <with> <the laughs> yeah. patient. I yeah, knew it. it. <laughs> he, you can tell he's got an improv background with that kind of rapier wit. <laughs> Traffic school sports. Traffic school sports. Because you'd have to be crazy to care about traffic laws. Brought to you by... All the traffic schools in America. America's the land of the free and driving. I cannot wait until the next installment of Traffic Schools. (laughs) Uh, That was amazing. Another one. So we have on the show, we have on the show, touchdown Tommy. What's yeah, touchdown Tommy Torinsky. So, Uh, uh, so since uh, uh, since there was just a whole slew of bowl games, we decided that we were going to to save our bowl game coverage until this first week back. In anticipation of the national championship, and we hired a go-get'em young college student, a fraternity member. Well, right, we're also going to get the college students' experience at all these right. Bowlers. Absolutely, right. we flew him. Every it was so expensive to fly him every right. But touchdown, I'm- touchdown. Tommy is a is a UMass student. Uh, okay, right. Okay. He's a Phi Kappa Gamma uh, okay. member, and and so we flew him around to so all these Greek. different bowl games. Yeah, to
1: to like give John us the Stamos.
0: absolutely, yeah. To give us the, the inside scoop and what it's like to be a student, you know, a college student at these bowls and to tell us everything about well, all the yeah. exciting bowl there actions. Were a lot yeah. of exciting bowl games. It was actually yeah. a really great bowl season. It was a really great bowl season. So I can't wait to hear what Tommy has to say about all these awesome, awesome Speaking games. Speaking of can't believe what they have to say, we've got some New Year's resolutions. Absolutely. From some of my inside sources, I have some New Year's resolutions from some. Of your uh, from most all famous... the microphones hidden all over America, yeah. every locker room, every morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So when when these oh. athletes muttered oh. their resolutions to themselves, oh. right, we collected like, all those in the microphones. Had and then we had a plausible <laughs> explanation. <laughs> no, Phil. We didn't. We, it was all the microphones oh. hidden all over America. Oh. That's what do you mean, Jordan? The microphones are oh. obviously a plausible explanation because they exist and they're out there and oh. we have them. Yeah. Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that right, Gene? <laughs> Oh, I do love oh, Gene. Yep. We, we no. don't have Gene mic'd up, actually. Right, we don't. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't hear him. And so and we have a new wide world of weird sports. We do have a new wide world of weird sports, and this one's weird. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yep. <laughs> and news, 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 which are news. Yep. Yeah. News, news, news on the Sports 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 Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, 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 featuring a... LeBron James, update, watch, update. LeBron James, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors. LeBron James's body is breaking down like Mel Gibson's at the end of Forever Young. Uh, oh, that's a sad reference. Ormel Gibson's mind over the course of his career. <laughs> Subheadline Standard and Poor's lower LeBron James's back and knees to below investment grade. Oh, oh man. No. That means that his legs oh. are both standard and poor. Oh, t- Cleveland yeah. should not have given him that much money. Yeah. And it's already a hard time for fixed income. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, LeBron James is injured with uh, back and uh, knee stri- strains. He's not expected back until this week at the earliest. He did not go on recent road trips. Instead, spending time rehabbing in Miami, which has to give every Cleveland fan heart palpitations. (laughs) They're saying that warm weather is good for his rehab, but only to prevent a citywide suicide epidemic. (laughs) Basically, this feels like a college recruit who's committed to your Midwestern football team taking one last visit to LSU in January. (laughs) Right, right. He's going to basically decide <laughs> sub-zero temperature is for the birds, and, and there are a lot of fucking hot, slutty skanks at LSU. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you said that, because it's not for the birds at all. They fly south. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Miami's for the birds. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers doctors advised James not yeah. to attend games over the past week because, quote, continuous sitting on the bench would be bad for his back. An NBA game is the shortest professional sports game. If you cannot sit through an entire NBA game, which features constant scoring, one, your attention span has become irreparable. Right. And two, your back is probably in really bad shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't t- – seriously, can we get him a more comfortable chair? <laughs> can we get the guy a standing desk? Just imagine LeBron in street clothes leaning back in his lazy boy. You're giving him $25 million a year or whatever. Get get him a nice chair so he can at least be at the game. Yeah. like Don't give him the shitty little like, folding One of chairs. One those Aaron chairs. Yes. Yeah. Or a standing desk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could really be. good. That'd be pretty good, too. Gotta say, though, uh, I'm surprised more NBA stars don't do this. What? Not sit. Or... Skip the middle third of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's a good. Why way. on earth wouldn't you? Mini retirement. Yeah. Uh, he will be rejoining the team as they embark on a West Coast re uh, road trip that will feature more mild weather. How how fucking finicky are NBA players that LeBron won't accompany his team on to road games unless it's in a uh, like a hospitable climate? <laughs> I don't blame him. He He's rich. Up. Basically, an NBA player is like a Dodge Viper. It goes really fucking fast, has incredible performance, but ultimately it was made in America and will break down way too soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably LeBron James last year in professional basketball. Enjoy it, Cleveland. <laughs> NCAA encourages division one schools to cut back days in the classroom. What? Huh? Well, we'll see. Classroom's <laughs> important. It, yeah. it seems like they've always advocated that tacitly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Ohio State Buckeyes and the Oregon Ducks will be playing in the National Championship game this Monday in a spectacle that will demonstrate just how valuable these players are in proportion to their actual compensation. But now the NCAA wants to make the term student-athlete even more hilarious. (laughs) Ohio State doesn't start class until Monday, and as such, are not required to adhere to the NCAA's 20-hour rule limiting countable uh, athletic activities to four hours a day wow. in a week. Yikes. Wow! Oregon, which began its semester this week, cannot exceed 20 hours because the players are in class. <laughs> Yikes. This is, this is the NCA giving Urban Meyer, who, profession, uh, who personally oversaw the training and development of a killer, a completely <laughs> and unnecessary <laughs> advantage. The, the, it's funny because it's true. It's true. It's totally true. They don't need extra practice. They got to the national title game with their third-string QB. Yeah. What are they going to do? Use the time to get their fourth-string QB some reps? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, man. They're, 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 by the way, that guy's probably a four-star who could at least put up 21 points. I know, in right? You do have to, I, I know it pains a lot of people we know, but you do have to give Ohio State some real huge props for the season that they've had. There. This is pretty incredible what happened. Uh, Urban Meyer is 37-3 in three years at Ohio State, so really this game is gravy, and uh, that's good because Oregon's going to blow them out of the water. You really think so? I really think so. I, think uh, Oregon, I thought I think that about Alabama, gonna, <laughs> too. I think Oregon's going to cover. Um, What's the line? I think it's like nine and a half. Oh, wow. Uh, but what 's going unreported is the perverse incentive this now gives schools <laughs> to push, yeah one can easily imagine Oklahoma just not having classes the week of the Red River shootout against Texas, <laughs> Florida State not beginning their fall semester until January fifteenth or Alabama voluntarily giving up its accreditation as a four year university and ceasing the charade that it 's even a college yeah. <laughs> let 's go back to college, guys yeah, we' during right. the wrong time, certainly did. <laughs> Selective class schedules based on this year's football schedule. That sounds nice. You're going to go to like four weeks of classes in the middle of the summer, two weeks in the fall. You know what yeah. that means. Seven day long tailgate. <laughs> okay, joining us now, he's a junior at UMass, uh, Tommy Touchdown Torrinci. Somebody said my name. Yeah. Touchdown, Tommy Dritsky. Yeah, Touchdown, Tommy. Tommy. Great to have you on here. It's it's great to be here. I just went to a whole lot of bowl games. Absolutely. Now, there's there's a story behind your nickname. What was it again? It was, I got a touchdown. (laughs) Well, uh, was this playing in high school? Yeah. I play... Why do you think why is it... nobody ever thinks that I play? Well no, I know you know you don't yeah. play now. I'm no, just saying yeah. in high school. Did did you play or are you No, me. this is it's even better than that, right? I played, I wasn't on the team. I, there was everyone was playing and then they said it was a down and then they left the ball and I ran in from the stands and I grabbed the ball and I ran to touchdown town. All that, right. that jives. I can right. see no, that. Right, no, I see on the Then everyone went touchdown Tommy and I went e. I see on the stats and information sheet here for your interview that your high school had to forfeit that <laughs> yeah, game, <they> forfeit <laughs> yeah. game due to your interference. It was that <laughs> uh, was unexpected Yeah. I didn't think so really, I was maybe more the of the audience. Direction. how do they know I wasn't for the other team? Yeah. I don't know. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. This is what they are. <laughs> they they figured it out. But so Tommy, we uh we paid a considerable considerable amount of money to fly you uh Four different locations for four different, you know, four of the biggest different, you know, bowl games in were, economy this comfort. Season. It's a good yeah. investment. It's a new economy it's comfort. Good, you absolutely. see, it's a good investment because I go to journalism school. Absolutely. So, so <laughs> I journal. No, whenever me and my frat bros, whenever we're not pounding keggers, we're always we're going and writing journalism. Have you heard of Medium.com? No, yeah, I haven't but, either. <laughs> okay, well, Tommy, could you tell us about the first bowl game you went to? Right. The Popeyes-Bahama Bowl. And it's, I should go ahead and say, we got super lucky in selecting these bowls. Uh, we we obviously sent you more to get the, the college culture, but we sent you to four of the most exciting, most interesting games. It so. was true. It's, it just happened that way. Yeah, so we really lucked out. Catch not f- football at Popeyes. Yeah. This was what f- I said. This was the first ever Bahamas Bowl. Right. Yeah. In well, the Bahamas. Lucky you, Tommy. You flew me out to the Bahamas and put yeah. me up in a hotel that was close to a beach yeah so tell us a little bit about you know the 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 days leading up to the game and all, and all the party so, so all right so the day leading up to the game i'm gonna tell you the day of the game okay. the day of the game i woke up at seven o'clock i put on wow. my popeye chicken t-shirt okay. because i was rooting i was trying to be impartial because i'm a journalism student <laughs> Yep. right absolutely. so all right so in the morning the first thing i did is i walked out on a little veranda On my thing, and there was, there was, uh, the, you've seen the yard drinks? I got a yard of Bahama Jack, what they called it. It was a yard of Jack Daniels I drank in the Bahamas. Oh, wow, that's great. called Bahama Jack. Okay. yard that's of a whiskey fun. does not sound yep. safe that's at a all. Fun, that's a fun vacation drink. It was yeah. served to me by a girl, and me and that girl kissed on the face. Because yeah. I was drunk, I don't remember what she looks like, but she's having my mouth, baby. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> all right. hey, yep. Tommy, but, uh, and that's great, and I'm glad you sampled the, uh, the, the festivities I outside. Did. it yeah. was great. But then the game. Yeah. Right. I remember the flight home was great because. What? But, but, but no, but Tommy, but before <laughs> that, the game. I mean, this was Central Michigan, 34 point underdogs oh, rally all the way back. I, uh, An unprecedented uh, almost comeback. Right. right. A Hail oh, Mary. That sounds and a exciting. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about being at maybe one of the most exciting college bowl games all right, ever. So the outside of the stadium was beautiful. There right. Was palm trees and everything. And I passed out. And when I woke up, someone was poking me and saying, you're all right, buddy? And I went, yeah, I'm a journalism student. And then I got in the cabin and I went to the airplane. Okay. Uh, well, for the... I mean, it was a... It was the- a yard of Bahama Jack. <laughs> it was- he, have you ever taken a shot? It was, it of was Jack like deals? a two thousand dollar plane ticket to yeah, get you to the Bahamas. It was like a think, twenty dollar drink. That's okay. not cheap for a I think college. We just, student. we just move on because yeah. look, yeah. hey, I get it. We went to college. Yeah, we, we went to hard, college. So we had the Stone Age. When big went bummer to that you missed out reporting on the Hail Mary lateral and then CMU going for the win. There it was, was a was Hail br- Mary. Well, oh, well, about that's amazing. The next amazing. game is super exciting too. It was the Duck Commander Independence Bowl. Right, South Carolina, Miami, Duck Dynasty. You know, Big SC, two, two, two classic schools. Uh wound up being a very close game, I think an eight-point margin. Uh, tell us a little, a little bit about, you know, it, the game was in Shreveport, but we sent you to New Orleans. You sent me straight to New Orleans. Yeah, so tell there us a little a bit about in New NOLA. Orleans. They called it Touchdown Churinsky. Yeah, so you see any jazz? You, you really soak in the culture? All right, so, so here's some, what uh, happened. You Cajun me- or Creole? Yeah. You, you put me up in a hotel that was right on Bourbon Street. All right. Yep. So what I had was a bourbon street bourbon, which is a yard of bourbon. (laughs) That is. Inside of a yard. It was served by a girl. And later on that night, I touched the girl's butt with three fingers. God, that's really, really not safe. <laughs> yep, I Drinking really a yard did. of whiskey is, is, is eat, eat, no matter how narrow this yard is, it's still I incredibly dangerous. I sipped over an hour. That's not enough. That it was over enough. an hour. Do they, was there any, did they put any mixers in that for you? Was there any, like, interesting local ingredients? I know, like, the it's hurricane. It's the Bourbon Street, Jordan. It's not the Bourbon and Mixer Street. <laughs> Even I'm a journalism student, and I knew that. So a yard of straight, of a bourbon. yard of bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need to. You don't need to tell us about the partying in New Orleans because we know it was about partying it. Everybody's in New Orleans, millions. right? But the... so what about Shreveport, though? Okay, so I went. I made. I got on a taxi. I went to Shreveport, all prepared for the game. Wait, was you wearing... took a, you took a cab to Shreveport? Yep. Are put, we paying for that cab? To yeah, you are. I got an my expensive cab. That would yeah. be an extremely expensive cab. I made it, and then I put on my Duck Dynasty t shirt because I'm wearing it in Marshall. I don't know and, that it was Duck Dynasty, but. yeah And then, uh so I made w- it all the way in, and then the ticket guy's like, You can't bring that in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was had, carrying a gun and waving it in the air. I was pretty drunk. We gathered that. And then I'm like, I'm not putting this down for anybody. And then he punched me in the face. And I woke up and everybody went, what a game. That's. <sighs> okay. So that, I mean, a cheaper plane. I heard it was It was a great game. Could it was have been. a fantastic w- game. Considering our, our employee, our contract employee was waving around a gun in a very crowded area, this yeah. could have come across this a lot worse. Could the have best come across way it could have ended up for all of us <laughs> is for you was, just, I yeah. consider it a victory for your You didn't get podcast. in any trouble. Uh, again. I in any trouble. I just got punched in the face and medical bills coming your way. Uh, that's... That's Guys. All right, let's talk Fiesta Bowl. Let's talk okay, yeah. so Fiesta Bowl, which fiestable. is Spanish for party bowl. Right. <laughs> yep. uh, Glendale, Arizona was where that was. Now. Arizona, Glendale. home to two of the biggest party schools in right. the entire country. It was Arizona State University and Girl with Giant Titties University, who <laughs> It came up Arizona to me University, said, who was playing in the game against Boise State, two wide open spread offenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a, they also have a Phi Gamma House on their campus. Uh, oh most of them so I got yeah. to, see to see some of my friend. brothers from another mother's brothers, from the brothers' mothers, Mother Bill Cosby. That's oh, what man. I got to see. So I yeah. went there, and I was like, they were like, hey, you know what? We're gonna bond. So let's have some drinks before the game. All right. Yeah. What so, so what you have? What's the local drink in that area? They call it the Fiesta wine. Okay. Fiesta wine. Fiesta wine. Is that like a sangria? Is that like a, a jungle yeah. juice? It is a yard of straight vodka.
1: And that starts so chug, chug, chug.
0: In fraternity circles, that means drink it fast. And, yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> I missed that game as well. Why is wine even you, in there? Wait, you wait, gave you, us so much hope. Wait, you no, missed that game? I missed the game as well. Oh, that was the Boise State- Arizona game. Was there was crazy. 971 Guys. combined yards on offense. Shh. I missed the game. <laughs> yeah, so I know. I, do? I'm not, I don't have you a time machine. You missed three of the four games we sent you I'm to. Not who, the country. I'm not I'm not get a time machine and fix the past. I feel like we sent you to a place that had two, Honestly, th- two of the biggest party schools ever. Arizona State and girls yeah. with giant titties universities. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. other one. Where I double majored. Right. Uh, but <laughs> You sure. double D majored. <laughs> yeah. Hey oh yeah. um, guys, there was a fourth game. But we did that right. and you but didn't even still, go, Okay, well tell me, can you at least make up to it? Because now you're going your, to New your Orleans. Your professionalism is, that's is when not, you sent yeah. me back to New Orleans, For which the is, is a town well, that the I thing. remember. We, we would not have to assume First of all, bigger game. Second of all, you've already been to New Orleans and were, in fact, there like a week earlier. And third of all, that game <laughs> happened the day after the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. You must have been too hungover no, to really No, no, guys, guys. I did not drink at all when I went back to New Orleans. Okay. Really? All I right. didn't have a drop of alcohol. The entire time. All right. So, what did you do now? that A sober New Orleans trip. What What did you soak in culture wise in the little time you would have had before the game? A little bit of jazz music. All right. Fantastic. I walked down Stony Stone Street, so crunch crunch under my feet. And I was like, I'm gonna be all ready for the game. I made sure everyone was quiet so that my hangover could be cured. I took some ibuprofen, drank a water. Right. Oh, wait, that wasn't a water. That was a ton of tequila. Yeah. Touchdown, Tommy. What was, the, was there a name for the drink that you had the ton of tequila in? You know what was funny? They also called that a bourbon. <laughs> was <laughs> it literally did. a ton of tequila? It was a yard of tequila. Okay. I I I was about say, you, you were so specific with you your measurements in the past. I told, when I told you guys I didn't drink, you guys were like, I totally accept this. I'm 33 years old. <laughs> 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 because yeah. you're old. You don't remember what it's like to be young and have okay. vibrancy. Right. And then we well, were, Tommy. there was girls and I'm single. I'm just trying to figure out who I am. This year's Sugar right. Bowl between Alabama and Ohio State, one of the best games I think I've ever watched in my entire life. Absolutely. Uh, start to finish, absolutely thrilling from a lot of different perspectives. Tell us something I about... I made it to the game. All right, there you I go. I made it to the game. Do you know who I ran into? Who? The guy who does the All-State commercial was like, that. Don't state stand. I ran into that guy. David Palmer. Yeah. We went up drinking in the bathroom the whole time. He's a totally chilled you- guy. <laughs> you fucking kidding me, Tommy? I made into the stadium. I heard the roar of the crowd. The roar of the... You- God, I could talk culturally about what the stadium culture was like. What was the stadium culture like? Loud. Yeah? Yeah, too uh, what loud. Was, what was-, was the stadium bathroom culture like? Oh, it was dirty. <laughs> Don't go in there. So, uh, you guys, can you sign my slip saying that I did my journalism? This is my uh, well, ex- I did this yes, journalism yes, yes. thing. No, well, Jordan, Man, we gotta we gotta force majeure him or something here. He's a college student. Yeah, this Joel, gives me credit for yes, my we're independent not, we're not study. not paying him for this. We are. Well, we no, I did an independent ticket. study for it. I appreciate you signing that. I would not expect uh, next year there to get go. a call. Uh, Thank I mean, you. I mean, we're hey guys, probably going to go guys, a different way. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate you signing that. Okay, what, do you, what are you thinking? Touchdown, Tommy! Uh, right, I mean, I've got a yard of absinthe. No, I'm not doing it. All right, it. I'm gonna start drinking it. Everybody else, no, chug! No, stop, no, I'm in. Stop. I'm in. Oh God, this is gonna make for a really interesting end of the touchdown. Oh, Joel, you look like a pretty lady. Wait a second, they all look like you. Thanks.
1: They all look like you. <laughs> Thank you very it's much, It's like the driver school
0: I went to. <laughs> oh God, what's real? <laughs> Okay, guys, uh, as Phil previously pointed out, using our system of hidden microphones and sports facilities around the country. <laughs> yep. We've got uh, them in every single we, locker we, room. We, we, we managed and- to, after sifting through millions of hours of tape, to pick up on those occasions when your your sports stars muttered under their breaths what their New Year's resolution was going to be. So I'm going to yep. run through some of the biggest New Year's resolutions that's what uh, I do uh, every year. New Year's. I kiss and then I mutter under my breath what my resolution is. <laughs> okay, so you guys ready? LeBron yep. James, uh, his news resolution is to try and remember why exactly he thought a move from Miami to Cleveland was a good idea. Makes sense. Makes he sense. had he had a reason, and he just he can't at this point. Might never even be remember. on the tip of his tongue. Yeah, it's yep. right in the tip of his tongue, but uh, like it's it's hard to see now. Uh, Derek Rose, point guard of Chicago Bulls, is to tread lightly. Everywhere, yeah. all the time he Can be very careful with his legs. Watch I think the that mixer. guy should just, yeah, walk, really just walk on eggshells. It's a good right. rule in life. Absolutely, that's uh, <laughs> a scary rule in life. If yeah. Yeah. You know what my motto is? <laughs> Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning, uh, for in 2015, you know what he wants to do? Hmm. Uh, win three Super Bowls so he can retire with more rings than both his brother and Tom Brady. Suck it!
1: Wow! Wow! wow. That's that's an aggressive that's, resolution. That's an amb- yeah. ambitious
0: three in 2015 so that's that's gonna that's gonna take a lot of something uh tom brady meanwhile wants to finally get rid of those last few pesky split ends you know oh really beautiful oh. hair he, spend, I mean, he does but you know that's i think that's he's a perfectionist he is a per, it, attention to detail yeah yeah former intern alex rodriguez ah hey rod yep absolutely uh he wishes there's something he could improve but just can't can't think of anything a-Rod's pretty sure he's perfect. That, I mean, he's a confident guy. He's yeah. fun. We built a snowman together. Would have thought his swing would be in there somewhere, but uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, Tiger Woods wants to go a full year without sleeping with a waitress from a national chain. That's good, because you got to <laughs> yeah. think locally. I, I hope he's supporting not. local businesses. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Small it doesn't Mondays. count if you're talking about yeah your local businesses, those waitresses, fair game. Your mom and pop uh, coffee shop. Uh, you well, mostly the just the mom. But if if he's (laughs) banging Cindy, the bartender at the Ruby Tuesdays. Nope, no good. He's not going to do that. That's a bartender, Jordan, not a waitress. Oh, fair game. Uh, Mike Trout wants to see a million rainbows. Oh, a million million rainbows. You know, with that guy's attitude and aptitude, I buy it. I I buy it, too. He He can do it. it. Uh, Johnny Manziel, uh, ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. Wants to begin to reorganize his professional and personal life to achieve maximum success in the football field. I don't believe that's true. That's a very mature statement. If- and come up with seventeen new jokes that involve him showing his penis to the press corps. Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yes! One for each each week of the season. Does he need a writer? Because I would love to write. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, uh, Richard Sherman just wants to stop eating chocolate, which you guys should be aware, though. That's the best resolution in the game. Oh wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. He's just stepping Boom. back from chocolate, huh? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And finally, Sidney Crosby uh, finally just wants to find a purse that, that matches his, his favorite shoes. He's been looking for a while, and that's that's what he's going for. All right. Uh, so that's what we got. Those are your 2015 New Year's resolutions from your your most famous athletes. and now it's time for another wide world of weird sports, sports! Oh, sports! 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 wide world of weird sports, sports, sports. oh i like the new echo effect. yeah it's pretty Down nice there. yeah pretty nice what is weird who is weird this, how is weird this week's wide world of weird sports evander holyfield versus mike tyson 2 oh, oh. yeah uh, Adventure Holyfield versus Mike Tyson two billed as the Sound and the Fury. You'll never guess which is which. <laughs> Pretty ironic name in retrospect. Yeah, and afterwards infamously <laughs> referred to as the Bite Fight. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out why later. Somewhere Faulkner's estate is like oh. <laughs> ah. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Sound and the Fury yeah. to the Bite Fight. But again, <sighs> the the sound the sound and the Fury. It's yeah. almost like they knew what was going to happen. It's like crunch <laughs> ah. Uh, was a professional boxing match contested on June twenty eighth, 1997 for the WBA, not to be confused with the WNBA. And the four other different boxing associations. Yep. WNBA is not a boxing association, Joel. What a sports outsider, right, Jordan? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing, Joel. It achieved notoriety as one of the most bizarre fights in boxing history after mm-hmm. Tyson bit part of Holyfield's ear. Tyson was disqualified from the match and lost his boxing license though it was later reinstated. Yeah, bit part of it off. Yeah. The fight took place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. The referee officiating the fight was Mills Lane, who was brought in as a late replacement when Tyson's camp protested the original section of Mitch Helpburn, who officiated the first fight as the referee. Okay. Like no no no, we don't want that. We're going to want someone much more lenient on biting. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Turns out still not lenient though. Didn't didn't go didn't You know, sometimes you appoint a judge, yeah, <laughs> thinking they're going to rule a certain way and they don't. They surprise you. Yeah, it's like John Roberts in the AMA. Yeah. 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 Uh in the previous uh Tyson Holyfield fight 7 months earlier, only 7 months, Holyfield yeah. who opened 25 to 1 as the 25 to 1 underdog uh, floored Mike Tyson for the second time in Tyson's career in the sixth round and Holy scored a TKO. A 25 to 1 underdog? Yeah. I guess people didn't know how bad Tyson had gotten while he was in jail. Yeah. Could be. Uh, let's skip ahead a little bit to uh, the third round. All right. As the third round was about to begin, Tyson came out of his corner without his mouthpiece. Mm. Oh. Uh, trouble right here in River City. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, Lane <laughs> ordered Tyson back to his corner to insert it. Tyson like, okay. He inserted his mouthpiece, got back into position, and the match resumed. Tyson began the third round with a furious attack. With 40 seconds remaining in the round, Holyfield got Tyson in a clinch, and Tyson rolled his head above Holyfield's shoulder and bit Holyfield on his right ear, evulsing a one-inch piece of cartilage from the wow. top of the ear and spitting the piece of the ear out onto the ring floor. Man. Sorry, what was the verb that he did with the one-inch piece? Uh, he evulsed it. Oh. You falsed it right up. Oh, I would have gone with bit off. <laughs> As Holyfield shrieked in pain and jumped in circles, pussy. He managed <laughs> to push Tyson away, at which Lane called for a timeout. Like Zach Morris and saved yeah, by the Yeah, Indeed. Out. How did he manage to bite off a piece of his ear with his mouth guard in? It sounded like it was planned, and then Mills, you know, like, I mean, how he, how he bit around the mouth guard. That's fascinating. Oh. Yeah, be, maybe tucked it back. Like Maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah, even still. That's, yeah. It, and you have, I mean, did he have ear-biting practice? You're, talk, you're talking about a former heavyweight champ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can figure shit out, Joel. Yeah. He's crafting. He wants to bite you, he'll bite you. Last yeah. time the belt was unified, right? Well, I, think, I don't know. As Holyfield turned <laughs> to walk to his corner, Tyson shoved him from behind. Lane sent Tyson to a neutral corner as an enraged Holyfield gestured for Mills Lane to look at his bitten ear, which was rapidly bleeding. Look at my ear! How come you didn't notice this? Except he couldn't point. He's got the gloves on, so it was just a general gesture Uh, on the side of his uh, head. That must have been frustrating. No Don't hit yourself in the head. Right, exactly. (laughs) The fight was delayed for several minutes as Lane debated what to do. (laughs) Lane's original decision was to immediately disqualify Tyson. But after the ringside doctor determined that field was able to continue (laughs) despite the massive bite, Lane announced that he would be deducting two points from Tyson and the fight would continue. Really? You got to fault Lane for not having, you know, a course of action prepared ahead of time in case there was an ear biting incident. Gotta get ready for anything. Yeah. Bobby who who is calling the fight with Steve Elbert for Showtime, said, I wonder how this would have played in Mitch Helburn's eyes. And Albert told the Oh, my goodness. That's a thought, Bobby. (laughs) As Lane explained the decision to Tyson to his corner man, Tyson asserted that the injury to Holyfield's ear was a result of a punch. Bullshit, retorted Lane. (laughs) The fight was resumed. During another clinch, Tyson bit Holyfield's left ear. Holyfield threw his hands around to get in the clinch and jump back. Tyson's second bite just scarred Holyfield's ear. Lane did not stop the fight this time. The two men continued fighting until time expired. Well, if you didn't stop the fight for biting off a piece of it, you're certainly not going to if there's minimal ear damage. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, Exactly 25 minutes after the brawl uh, ended, announcer Jimmy Lennon Jr. read the decision. Ladies and gentlemen, the bout has been stopped at the end of round number three. The referee in charge, Mills Lane, disqualified Mike Tyson for biting Evander Holyfield in both ears. Can you imagine being in this... In the MGM arena. <laughs> just be like, wait, what? Yeah. I remember my, I had an uncle who was like at a party where they had paid a bunch of money for this pay-per-view and when yeah. it's over in 15 minutes, yeah. you're really pissed off. I watched it. Especially I watched it on pay-per-view ear biting. Yeah. It was me and my friend DJ Fensky were watching it. Nobody else was there. And we were just like, that's it. Okay. <laughs> kind of bummed. <laughs> if only that had been a real fight, you'd maybe been a sports insider. Yeah. That was yeah, a formative maybe. moment. They could have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to hear a happy ending? Yes. As we wrap this up. On October 16th, 2009, on the Oprah Winfrey Show, Tyson apologized to Holyfield. Holyfield accepted his p- apology and forgave Tyson. Aw, oh, aw. Oh, Oprah's always doing that. Yeah, although it was a little hard for Holyfield to hear it. <laughs> and that brings an end to another wide world of WINGS FOR! Oh, so, don't don't I ear. this, this podcast, podcast Joel? Joel? Citizens of Podcast Town, if you made it this far, we're sorry. (laughs) This is a long podcast. I'm not sorry. Long, but quality. Yep. And if you've made it this far, you've earned some contact information. This this comes to the end of another sports. 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 Podcast. But here's our contact information. All right. Well, we got three pieces for you. First of all, one of our sponsors is sue.co. That's tsu.co. Go to tsu.co slash sports, the number three podcast. Uh, It's the only social media site where you get paid to post. And if you sign up through us, then you get, we get a little scratch, too. So make sure to sign up at suetsu.co slash sports number three podcast. If you don't, we'll sue you. Ah! You can also find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Or you can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. So way there? Comment, follow, do all those fun things. Uh, happy New Year, guys. Hey, Joel. Oh, and what? Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year, Joel. Happy New Year. Yeah. Lights off